Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Mickey Blog Podcast. I am your host, Jared, alongside Jesse and Kristen, and we're going to talk all about cruising in this episode, which is exciting because it's our first time ever talking about that subject on the podcast. But before we jump into our fun episode filled with lots of you know, fun topics aboard <laughs> cruise ships and in international waters and buying too many ears and whatever else we're going to discuss. <laughs> uh, uh, before we do that, I want to mention, as I always do, that the Mickey Bog Podcast is brought to you by Mickey Travels, uh, and every episode is brought to you by Mickey Travels. We'll get into more about Mickey Travels and specifically why this episode is uh, extra important um, pertaining to Mickey Travels in just a little bit. But uh, Kristen, Jesse, how are we doing? Good. Good. We um, are regaining our sea legs and our land legs <laughs> and trying to switch between them. My legs are still a little wobbly. My head is still a little dizzy and I still rock myself to sleep. So waiting for that to go away. I'm a little better than, yes. than she is. Luckily, I don't I, I think my sea legs are mostly mostly gone. lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. I guess I forgot to explain, but last week, Jesse and Kristen spent five nights aboard the Disney Dream covering a major event for Mickey Blog. We did. Uh, we're very thankful for Disney for inviting us uh, to cover this event, but they covered Marvel Day at Sea and yeah. uh, everything that that entails. The five-night cruise went to Cozumel, Mexico, as well as Disney's private island, Castaway Key, and we're going to talk a little bit about their cruise, but... Mainly, this entire episode is going to be a guide, and yeah. uh, you know we're going to go over frequently asked questions. We have basically put together a large collection of the most asked questions from our fans from Instagram, um, as well as uh, some of uh, our other contacts, and and we've compiled a large list of questions that people most normally ask when it comes to cruising aboard the Disney Cruise Line. So we're going to get into every one of them, basically one by one. I'm going to mostly ask. I'm not going to answer much because I was not aboard the Disney Dream last week. But you were. You You have done a cruise before, so. That's true. I went on a cruise when I was 17 years old. Uh, I was hanging out in the teen club and I was playing basketball and I was going down the water slides. I we was, didn't do any of that. No, we did not. I was the coolest kid on that cruise ship. That's that that's awesome. that's the rumor. That's that's what Disney told me when I was getting off the ship. <laughs> what ship were you on but when you went, Jared? I was on the dream, just like you guys. Yeah. So okay. So yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. And I'm also excited to uh, go through this episode with Kristen and Jesse because I'm going on a cruise uh, in July of this year. My wife um, has never been on a Disney cruise before. And like I said, I've only been on one when I was a teenager. So it's basically how we're celebrating our first wedding anniversary. Uh, We are going on a five-night cruise, the same exact uh, itinerary as uh, your guys, but it's on the Disney Magic, which is the original Disney cruise ship. That's so awesome. That'll be so fun. That'll be really fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, and I'm, I might I might buy the Disney Wi-Fi. I might just not uh, and just pretend I don't exist for a week. I don't Honestly, know. We're going to find out. That's the best way to do it on <laughs> yeah. a cruise. Just They didn't used to have Wi-Fi and just don't even bother. Just yeah, you I know, mean, we were working, so we needed it. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think if I was on a vacation, <laughs> either with my family or just like with my husband, I don't know that I would spend the money for it. I don't. Yeah. Or maybe just get like the low package in case you like need it for an emergency or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. An emergency. Like, like if you, you guys know? just really, really miss me. Yeah. Like if I was exactly. there, night three came around and you guys were like, we're like, I you really know who my... hasn't been pulling his my... weight on the podcast? <laughs> I really Jared. miss my Disney podcast co-host. I like, just... I just really miss him. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, we're going to jump right into this, guys. Thank you so much for putting up with our first four minutes of banter, uh, <laughs> which is usually every episode. It's just us being it ridiculous. Is. But let's jump into a full guide uh, to you taking a trip aboard the Disney Cruise Line. So jumping right into it right off the bat, uh, let's start very basic, but this is very important um, for the both of you uh, because, well, for Kristen's sake, she actually has children, but either way, Jesse, you are an adult, believe it or not, and we need to, you know, you guys went on a Disney cruise as two 
adults and that's it. Um, so I guess the main question that we're going to start off with, which is very, very common in the Disney circles when trying to decide whether to go on a Disney cruise or not, is, is it worth it to go on a Disney cruise without children? Like what, what are the adult only options on board the ship that's 18 and up and, you know, bars, nightclubs, poolside, what, what are those options that you guys found when you were on board the ship? So there was a whole side of the ship that was just 18 and up. And that was a pool side. They have a jacuzzi and there are no kids allowed in that area. So it's really nice if you just want to like repeat reprieve and be like, I'm just going to sit over there and not try to hear screaming children. Um, as much as I love Kristen's children, they're still kids and they scream like it happens. Kids have fun and they scream, you know? So yes, you can hear them from the other side of the boat, but at least you have a little oasis that's just yours. Yeah. And then the there's restaurant options too. Paolo and Remy yes. are adult only. So it is an added, it's not included. And we'll kind of go over what's included in a little bit, but they're adult yeah. only. So there's definitely adult only areas, adult only restaurants. Serenity Bay is the adult only area over on Castaway, Castaway Key. And again, no kids. My opinion, definitely worth it. Relax. Yeah, definitely worth it if you're just going as an adult. Kristen had a ball without her kids. She was I just, miss my kids very much. She was living it up. I think, she definitely missed her yeah, kids too. All the too. parents will, that are listening will understand where I'm coming from. Like, I miss my kids very much. And like, when I'd see the little girls dressed up on the boat, I'd get emotional. I'd have tears in my eyes. Jess is like, she was tearing. Yeah, Jess like, are you okay? I'm like, I just miss my kids. But then like, yeah. it was also very nice to like... Have them at home, be able to focus on the job at hand. So, you know, like moms, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely adult only. You could you could totally do it. And I would say yeah. do a Disney cruise as adult only instead of maybe like a Royal Caribbean or one of those because of those those things like those adult only restaurants, those adult only areas of the pool. And they're the customer service. I mean, Jesse and I went on and on and on about that. Like the level that I you miss get our customer service people. Yeah. On the Disney cruise is like far beyond anything I've ever experienced. So, I mean, yeah, that's why I, that's how I felt when I uh, visited Olani. Uh, when I went to Olani, I was like wowed and amazed at the uh, Disney service that I was getting there. Um, yeah. And it's not to say that the parks, you don't get that, but they're just dealing with such an extreme level, high volume of people that these parks, you know, like it, it's really not even the cast members fault, no, obviously, no. but yeah. the, I, it's just so overwhelmed. There's so many people where you're much more the vocal point on a cruise. I dealt with that today. I was at, at Pecos Bill just trying to get some water, a cup of water. And I like texted Jesse. I was like, custom like I was just so used to literally glancing at a cast member on the boat and having them be like what can I get you what do you need is there something that you yeah. right yes. this way hello and I was yeah. like and then I had to like wait for like 10 minutes like and I it's not that there were people ahead of me it's just they're like I'm just waiting there and I'm like what is what I'm not what like where yeah where are my people like, I'm not the center of the universe yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous like, where, where then, are my where are my people on the boat like where are they <laughs> and then jumping back to Paolo I mean the food, the way you get to dress up all fancy, yeah. the service that's involved with Palo. The manager came over. We saw, you know, just guests walk by saying hi. Like it was one of those things that it was adult only and you got to feel like an adult. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like instead of having to be like, all right, kids, like, come on, get ready, get your clothes on, do this. You need to wear a dress. Like, yeah. cause it's, it is a fancy attire dining reservation and it blew me away again service food and the whole atmosphere in general just especially it being an adult only place i really do think it it added a little bit of that magic into it i've always wanted to feel like an adult so that sounds super it, exciting there you go it, well yeah now it, you know where you but it's like go. a fancy adult you know like yeah because you're getting like not an adult paying bills yeah yeah no, no one wants to. Well, not me... like oh i have to adult and go to the grocery store or pay these bills it's like i get to be an adult and sit down at a fancy restaurant and be you know greeted and treated like i am an adult so it's nice not to have to hear like a server talking to your kids like I automatically, like the cast member in me, the kid in me, I immediately talk to the children in front of me or next to me. She does. And it's like, you change your voice, you know? We were in line for one of the characters and Kristen was like talking to the parents like, oh, how old's your daughter? And I looked at the girl and I was like, how old are you? <laughs> she was six. She can answer herself, you know? 
Yeah. Well, let me ask you guys this because, you know, what struck me was Kristen said, you know, you'd much rather if you are an adult go on this cruise compared to some of the other cruise lines. And that sort of surprised me in a way because I think what a lot of people associate with the Disney cruise is you go with the family. Yeah, right. You know, like you're you're there to wave hello to Mickey Mouse and, you know, uh, go down a slide named after a duck like that. That's that's the type of cruiser going on yeah. character dinners, character breakfasts. Like it's a, it's a very Disney centric vibe, which is obviously family centric. So as opposed to Royal Caribbean or carnival, which is obviously much more that they, they, they have casinos on right. board. Yeah. It, it, there's nightclubs and casinos and this whole very adult centric vibe. So why, why, why would you say that? I guess, Kristen, and what separates do you think a cruise like this as compared to, uh, you know, a cruise that might have more to offer for adults, but it might not be the better experience for adults. I think they do have clubs on the ship. It's in that whole, we run the dream. So it's in that whole district area. They have nightclubs, they have all sorts of trivia for adults and late night buffets for adults. And that whole area, you know, past a certain time, there's no kids allowed back there. Um, So you do have that. Now, you don't have the gambling and any of, you know, that they don't have that on the ship. So if you are looking for that, then maybe not. But like I said, I think it's the level of customer service that you're going to get on this boat, on these this fleet of ships, I should say, that I don't. Now, again, I have not taken any other cruises, full disclosure. So you all that have taken other cruises tell me. But I know, like, from my understanding is that this level of customer service, this level of involvement in your trip is a level beyond not at Disney. And I definitely saw that with my own two eyes. I mean, Jesse and I would come back to our room and have our, you know, cords for our chargers, you know, tied up nicely for us with the Velcro yeah. and like, you know, just like this attention to detail you really, they are taking care of you and you are not worrying about anything on that ship. And we were just two adults, you know, and I didn't even think about my children, you know, how they would <laughs> deal with that. So that's why I think, yeah. you know, if you do want to go on an adult only, you know, honeymoon or vacation, yeah. I would seriously I mean, consider this before I would any of that other, any of those other cruise lines. Yeah. And I have been on Royal Caribbean and it's an amazing cruise line, but it, just like you said, it really is the level of service. Um, when you're on a Disney cruise, obviously you have to like some aspect of Disney because it is all around Disney. I mean, you're meeting characters, you're going to plays that are Disney themed. So you have to like Disney if you want to, you know, right. choose this as your adult vacation. And have some familiarity uh, with it in some way. Uh, correct. Yes. But the level of service, just like you said, like our host wrapped our cords every single time we undid them, we would come back to the room and our cords were wrapped. And I was like, oh my God, little angel baby. His name is Jonathan. <laughs> Amazing. But he wrapped everything. Yeah. He folded my clothes. We're just, you know, changing every time, you know, every time we went to the room, we, we changed into a different outfit. back out there. Yep. Absolutely. Because, you know, you get to do different shows, different dinners, and you need a fancier outfit. You need a Marvel theme outfit. And I would like throw my shirt and I come back and it was folded. And I was like, oh my God, he folded my shirt. Like, I, so it made me want to like fold my clothes before I left because he was so attention to detail that that's not something you get on Royal Caribbean. Yes, they clean your room, but they're not going to like Fold your clothes, wrap your cords, leave you little, you know, pillow chocolates that say sweet dreams with a little Mickey Mouse cruise ship. Like you have to like Disney, but the level of service you get really does like, again, put it above and beyond, which it was just spectacular. So you're saying when I go on my cruise in July, I should just throw my clothes all over yeah. the room. Just if you just, tip, if you tip your hostess well. If you tip yeah. them well, absolutely well, feel free yes. to leave your clothes everywhere. Make a giant. I'm going to take, we I'm gonna take tip one package. sock. <laughs> I'm going to take one sock and put it in a different place every day. One sock. Just, He'll find it. Don't see. worry. Or she'll find, find it. They're going to find it. They will it. find it. But we had the tip package and we still tipped Extra, on top yeah. of that because like I said, the service just was so spectacular that we did want to bring that little bit of magic into their lives just like they did to ours. So. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So beyond that, like, let's talk a little bit about what's included, because I think that's 
probably just in my experience uh, working in this industry for the last few years, when I've talked to people about Disney cruises, really just cruises in general, I feel like the most common question I get is like, oh, well, what's included with yeah, it? Like, yeah. What about the food? What about the drinks? What about, you know, the excursions, the experiences? Like, what is included? And and I think that that's just probably the most frequently asked question, at least that I've heard. So when you guys can just speak on it, having just come off the boat, literally, uh, like yeah. what what do you guys have found that is uh, included in the cruise and and what do you find that costs extra go ahead Kristen. so your food is a hundred percent included so that's a breakfast a buffet lunch and then your rotational dining um alcohol is separate so you can like pay per drink we weren't we're not huge drinkers jesse and myself um so we didn't do too yeah. much of that but they do have different packages so if that is something that you're interested in there is you know a package a little bit more of an affordable way to go about that and then any soft drinks are included they have different parts of the ship that have like beverage stations set up so you can just use their cups or even you know we brought our own water bottles uh you can get water you can get soda you can get coffee you can get tea um all that's included there's also ice cream like soft serve ice cream is included you can get as much ice cream as you'd like um we didn't really have too much time for that which was a shame because we might not be big drinkers but we are big ice cream eaters um (laughs) so that's included none of like just going to castaway is included um just you know going to like docking in Cozumel was included and then any of the in the buffet yeah any of the excursions that you took those were extra so we disney was really great and gifted us with a snorkel um it's snorkeling right i kept getting that in scuba confused and jesse was like it's snorkeling um they gifted that to us and um they gifted us with a Cozumel excursion as well. So we got to kind of experience that just so we could guide, you know, agents and everybody a little bit better on it. Um, So that was extra. Um, They have like coffee places. So you can get a little bit, if you're just not like a plain coffee person, if you're like Jesse and you need like high test coffee first thing in the morning, (laughs) they have places that, you know, serve that on the boat. They have like ice cream places that are extra, you know, Vanellope's we posted on it on, you know, <laughs> social. We've been posting a lot of Vanellope's race car. Um, so it, I'll, you can go and not really, in my opinion, now this is me, not a big drinker, you know, um, you could go and really not spend a ton of extra money on stuff. It really is included. Um, which will take me to my next point, which I hope you will follow me there, is that when you come to a Disney park, your that none of that is included, you know, not even your transportation is included nope. anymore. Not even your fast passes are included anymore. Like, you know, so you're you get to Orlando for your trip and you just just begun to spend what you're going to spend after you've already spent money just on your plane ride and everything to get down here. But yeah. on the cruise, it was so much more of this very relaxed, like, okay, it's included. And I could definitely see the benefit of, like, being a mom and being like, yeah, get dessert. Like, it's not extra. You know what I mean? Like, or we'll go get ice cream. Or, I mean, Jesse and I would finish yeah. what we were doing and head back to our room to, like, do some social stuff. And we're like, well, let's go get a tea. You know, like, let's go get something. Let's go get a ginger ale. You know, like, we would grab something to drink and then, you know, head back and, and do the stuff that we needed to do. So I think yeah. that all-inclusive aspect is, like... Incredible. And they also have on the Disney Dream, remember they had Flows, which was that little pizza place. And that little pizza place is open kind of in the middle when they're not really serving lunch or dinner. Dinner's kind of over, you know, you're kind of on dessert, but you still want like a snacky snack after a show. Um, They have like pizza, burger, like, you know, just random little stuff that you is also included that if you need like a little, you know, nine o'clock snack. Chicken candies at nine o'clock at night. Yep. Like I often And uh, room service. Room service, yes. right? And yes. the room service is 24 hours. Hello? Yeah. 
Jeez, I can't wait to order 2 a.m. Mickey bars. That <laughs> That's another so little tip is you it. can order Mickey. We didn't know this, okay? We were told this on like the order last Mickey day. Bars. We were very angry. You can order Mickey <laughs> bars to your room. It's not on the menu. They don't tell you, but you can get them just delivered. They'll just bring them. They also have a daily cake. Yes. A what does different that mean like a like a soup of the day. A different a cake of the daily day? cake yeah. for room service, so which we also didn't know until the yes. last day. So we missed out on literally five days of unique cakes, which is like a travesty. But yeah, you can... yeah, you guys are suffering. I know. I know. I'm These so sorry. These were not for things you. to find out on day five. But yeah, you can call room service and ask <laughs> what the cake of the day is, and they'll tell you, and you can order it. Now again. Yeah. If you're asking the, you know, the host to come to your room with food, it probably, you know, you should tip them, obviously. But I mean, again, like all of that is included. And I I mean, it's not when you come to the parks, it's not. So I I feel like a lot of times people opt for, this is just me again. I mean, the agents, the Mickey Travels agents would obviously have (laughs) a better idea on this. But people say like, you know, it's so expensive. It's so expensive. But you come here now and it's so pricey and you have to pay for your Genie Plus and you have to pay to get here now. And they've taken so many of those little perks away. This is the kind of answer to that, in my opinion, is you can really get that all-inclusive vacation. Yeah. And then speaking of all-inclusive, I mean, I know the parks do include shows, but the shows that you see on the Disney Cruise Line versus the shows that you see in the park, it is, you're watching almost a Broadway play. These people are doing flips and tricks while we're rocking on the water. Me and Kristen are sitting there like, oh my God, how are they flipping and uh, yeah. we don't know. We can barely stand, on cruise and we can barely watch straight. How are they flipping and flopping? Like, how are they doing? We don't. We don't know. We'll never understand. They are amazing yeah. performers. We just thought they were incredible. We were blown away by them. Um, but you're you're watching. Like I said, it's it's so close to like a Broadway style play or show that you get so immersed in it. Where yeah. you know when you're in Disney World or Disneyland, um, you know, yeah, you're watching a show, but like you're usually at an outside theater. Kids are crying and screaming in the back. You can hear the park noise out there. This is like a legit theater. Like you are sitting in the theater seats yeah. watching a play. Everyone's quiet. They don't let you record. Yeah, like like a- there's people walking up and down the aisles making sure everyone's behaving. They'll see you too. Like we um, got to one like two minutes before it started because of course you know we're yeah. traversing the boat and they they like escorted yeah. us they found seats for us so we weren't like stumbling around you know it was yeah again that level of service which is far yeah. beyond what but it's find. all included like it's it's incredible what is actually included in it and then they make the app which is super easy you can go through the app and you can heart everything you want to do from the shows to the characters you want to meet to the fancy dining everything. reservations you want to get like just go through and heart everything, and it shows up right on your and app. And it'll alert which is, you to like fifteen minutes before. So fifteen you minutes say, before. They like, I want to meet Goofy. He's down in the atrium at five fifteen. At five o'clock, you'll get a little notification pop up, like time to yeah. head down to go see Goofy. And you're like, well, thank you, Cruise Line Navigator yeah. app. That's and amazing. again, all your included. App just like, pops up, and it's like, well, time to baby. Like right, that's right what happens. Right. Yeah. Nice. Oh, and another really awesome. fun fact: talking about included things. Sorry to cut you all off. But if there's a Disney movie that's premiering on land, so Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium yep. is like in the theaters right now, it's also on the boats. So you can go to the movie yeah. theaters on the ships. Included. And you can see it included. You're not paying an extra 40 bucks to go see it as a family. Like it's included. Yeah. Done. So that's another huge mm-hmm. perk. Like you can just, if yeah. you're big into movies, if you're big into seeing the blockbuster releases, and if it's a Disney movie... So Disney's what yeah. Marvel, Star Wars, all, you know, then you can catch it in the, the theater on the boat, which it's yeah. so cool. Child care also included mm-hmm. and the amazing, amazing Oceaneers Club child care included teens included and it's arts and crafts also included. We got little paper boats that we got to bring home and make. I have not made mine yet. My kids could have not had time. <laughs> can we make those boats? I'm like, but we just walked up. We're like, oh, hey, can we have one of those paper to, to bring home? We didn't have time to sit there and do the arts and crafts. But again, all of those activities all included. 
it's just it's just funny to me how you guys are like, yeah, if you're adults, go on this cruise. But then Jesse's also like, if you like arts and crafts, you arts can do crafts. the arts and I crafts. Will tell you you can make a toy fun. boat. They ha- when we walked by that area that <laughs> was doing the arts and crafts, I didn't see a lot of kids in there. I'm not gonna lie, it was a lot of adults no. because it was like this was paper boat that you had to like construct and like they. I'm just saying, I didn't see a lot of kids in there. It was an adult paper boat, it, is what it was. Disney it was not a kid paper boat. Ship. <laughs> it's so cool. We will do it, and we will show it on one of the next podcasts, yeah. so you can see how elaborate it is. I mean, for everybody it's listening, you won't see it, but that's why you should watch it on YouTube. I, I couldn't be, I couldn't be more excited about this paper boat it's situation. Really cool. Uh, before we get into the rest of our frequently asked questions and the rest of the episode, because we got lots we still want to discuss about the cruise line, I do want to mention that this episode is sponsored by Mickey Travels, and Mickey Travels is a nationally recognized leader in Disney vacation planning. They are diamond earmarked by Disney, and their services are always 100% free. So reach out to Mickey Travels today for a free quote on your Disney vacation at mickeytravels.com. That's mickeytravels.com, making magic one vacation at a time. Now, the reason this is very specifically important to this episode, folks, is Mickey Travels books Disney Cruise. Yeah. So the Disney Cruise Line, all of the Disney Cruises, uh, they can book it for you. And um, how does that help? Well, they don't just book it for you. They can plan it for you. They can help you with all these things that we're talking about. They can lay it all out in front of you. They'll give you an itinerary for your trip. They'll tell you which date you can book this specific thing. They'll can book things for for you. you. It's just, it can do it all for you and it can make your life so, so much easier because even though Disney Cruise Line, in, in our opinion, is not as complicated as going to Walt Disney World these days, it's still, it has its things and it has its oh, yeah. Yeah. things you need to know. And uh, they make all of that significantly easier for you and zero additional costs. So I know we sound like we're just telling you an ad, but truly I know these people. Like I, I'm quite literally friends with Mickey Travels Agents. Yeah. So if you need help booking your next Disney cruise or trip to Disney World or Disneyland, reach out to one of the agents that make you travels or just get a free yeah. quote. I always was kind an of, agent will reach out to I you. I was kind of intimidated by booking a cruise on my own, which is I've never been on a Disney cruise. And, you know, cause again, you don't, you don't know where to say like, okay, where do I want my room? Cause you can pick all of that. You can say like, I want to be on yeah. deck 10. I want to be on. I didn't know. Like, I don't know what aft means. Like I didn't know what any of these things meant. So I kind of was a little scared by it, to be honest with you. Um, even working in this industry, I'm like, okay, well, whatever, you know, like I never really did. So like, don't be intimidated. There's no reason to be intimidated. You are missing out (laughs) if you don't do it. And like, again, you just say you want to go when you want to go and what you want to do. And an agent can handle it all for that. That's why I'm going to do it it next time. I'm going to be like, Hey, y'all over there. (laughs) This is what I want to do. Like, and don't handle it. Yeah. I was going to say, don't miss the adult dining. Drop the kiddos off at Oceaneers Club. You and your hubby go to adult dining. And you know what? They can book that for you, too. Because yeah. those reservations, they get up so yeah, fast. Yeah, and the so cabanas, too, at Castaway book up. Like, that. those two things, Paolo and yes. Castaway book, like, right away. So, Absolutely. like, don't even mess with it yourself. Just yeah hand that off and what is what is the castaway that you were mentioning the excursions but yeah and like just the, the cabanas on that Key? you can rent there too cabanas. oh the cabanas yeah, those go fast gotcha. the excursions go fast yeah. and yeah okay cool well i'm just researching for myself again i got a cruise in yeah Hawaii, so really honestly this this podcast by the way guys it's not for the listener <laughs> It's uh, the listeners, listener. I like to call them listener, not listeners, because you know we probably got a listener out there. We have more than uh, that. Someone, someone's listening, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We just hit five thousand downloads, by the way, uh, this past week, and we're incredibly grateful for yep. that. So, quick shout out to all of you guys. Five thousand people 5, have downloaded 000. this podcast and listened to us talk about whatever we talk about. It's incredible. I love it. Anyways, I digress. The point is, is that, um, yeah, this podcast is mostly for me. I'm just trying to plan out my own cruise for July. By all no, means, absolutely. <laughs> Let's move on. So uh, beyond, you know, shows and everything, because I know, Jesse, you were just talking about how they're Broadway-like yeah. and everything like that. Um, when it comes to bringing your kids, though, let's shift a little bit towards that, because 
obviously a lot of people who go on Disney Cruise Lines are going to be going with their family. I mean, it's yeah. there's a reason why people want that Disney experience. Yeah. Um, so when you are going with your whole family, what are some things that the kiddos can do? Um, and I don't mean just the little kids, but ranging all the way up to pre-teenagers and, and teenagers. Yeah. So like I said, I was talking a little bit about the Oceaneers Club. So the Oceaneers Club, you walk into this room and there are like separate rooms. Um, again, we on MickeyBlog.com, we're, we're writing articles on it. Um, so you'll see a bunch of pictures and videos. We did a post a little bit when we were there as well. But there's like a Millennium Falcon ship. There is a Pixie Hollow area from Tinkerbell. Um, you know, there's just so many little pieces that kids will walk in i mean we walked in we were like oh my goodness this is so cool they have interactive interactive floor games so like on the floor you like step on certain blocks and it like does certain things you can make a puzzle out of it there were so many things um for those kids that that you can actually do and we actually ran into so many parents like in in the hallways and in the elevators and they're like oh yeah my kids don't want to leave the clubs And again, that's all ages. Like there are so many different areas for every age kid that they just want to go off and do their own thing. And the parents let them because, well, they're on a boat, you know, they can't go anywhere. They're on a boat. So yeah, it was so funny because we had one person be like, oh yeah, like my nine-year-old went to go get tea by himself I haven't today. seen him in four days. Yeah. I saw a lot of that like, on the, the boat kids too. don't want to like, leave. Even when, like, there was just a lot of parents being like, yeah, go get ice cream by yourself. Like, you know, you Go get ice cream, and like as a mom i'm like oh what you're just letting them go what oh okay but like when you think about it like this is the spot to let them flex that muscle a little bit because they you know they can't spend any money (laughs) that's not you know like it's all controlled you have eyes on them the whole time like they can't so i was like yeah that makes sense when I was building my Vanellope go-kart Sunday, there was actually two little kids in front of me. The little girl's probably like seven or eight. And the cast member was like, oh, like she got an ice cream cone. And the cast member was like, oh, like, do you have a card to tap? Or And she goes, my dad said I could just re- use the room number. She knew the room number and she used the room number and she charged <laughs> daddy's card for a fancy ice cream. And I was like, good job. Like... <laughs> Her dad probably, her dad told her to go get a Mickey bar and she went and got a $30 Penelope Sunday. I don't know, but her and her her brother were there and they were fine and they left happy with their ice cream. Well, when I was, um, this is actually a section I can actually talk about. Go for it. So when I was 17, again, I went on the Disney dream and uh, my mom, I, I was, we had to separate like the family um, because we had to get several rooms. So yeah. my older sister was in a room with us on one side of the ship, actually. Like we weren't even in connecting rooms. Uh, she was 21. I was 17. My little brother was uh, 13. Uh, and like getting that sort of connect, we were in one room over there. My family was in another room with like the veranda and everything with, yeah. um, with uh, my stepdad and my two little sisters and often we would meet for breakfast or for lunch and stuff. But a good portion of the day, my brother and I was just like, we were going to play basketball. We were on yeah. the aqueduct. We were going to the uh, kids club for our age, which is called The Vibe. Um, and we, we we had a lot of fun. There's video games. There's dodgeball at night for kids our age. There's yeah. like all sorts of experiences. And, and 90% of the time, I wouldn't say 90% of the time, but a good portion of the time, my family felt very good about it. It's kind of like a giant floating daycare yeah uh for <laughs> people of all we saw age. a lot of multi <laughs> including like, adults generational families right so like the grandparents were there yeah. with the parents and the kids and like they would all you'd see them all at dinner you know you'd see these big tables with these big families um and then you'd see them throughout the day because you do get to recognize people on the ship after a while, but you'd see like just the parents or just the grandparents and just, you know, like, you know, so, but again, that's the perfect situation, right? Like in the theme parks, you know, some, I know my parents are getting older, like they can't necessarily keep up with my kids who were very young, like, but this is like, everybody can do what they want to do in their own little family pod area you know so like you were saying jared you were there you were like deuces i'll see you guys later (laughs) you know yeah 
And I did, I did that too. Um, I was 18 when I first went on the dream. This was only my second Disney cruise, but it was still on the dream. And yeah, at vibe, they had the little disco, um, headphones at night where you could do the silent disco. And it was so much fun because, you know, you have three different colors, depending on what music you choose and you're all dancing to a silent disco, but there's no noise complaints because you're wearing yeah. headphones. Like, yeah, it's so cool. Well, I think also it speaks to the level of, you know, not just security, but I would say trust yeah. that the Disney brand has sort of developed over the years because, I mean, you guys have seen it. We're we're parks reporters. I like to remind people almost every episode, but we're yeah. in the parks three to five days a week, all of us, and we cover everything to do with the Walt Disney World parks. And I can't even tell you over the last, I don't know, in the last year, I've probably been in a Disney park 200 times, let's say. I can't even tell you how many times over that time period that I've seen a little one get separated from a parent yep. yeah. or or have a little one be running away and you got a dad running after her oh, and every being day like, I stay see with that. the group yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It happens almost every single day. And sometimes they get separated and sometimes they don't. But we've all seen a little kid get separated from a mom and you oh, got yeah. a cast member nearby. And, you know, it's one of those situations because I was that way. I was I was eight years old on my first Disney trip and I got lost in Animal Kingdom. And I remember walking up to oh, no, a baby. cast member and saying, I can't find my mom. Oh, and no. I was so stressed out. And it's kind of funny because now I walk by that area in the Animal Kingdom. And I was like, way to go, eight-year-old Jared. <laughs> but like, I just stood there and, you know, magically, uh, 15 minutes later, after a few radio calls and a few calls to leaders, your parents are back in front of you. Like, there's a level of trust where like, if you're going to get lost, yeah. Disney's a good place to get lost. Yeah, and if you're going to go... And it works both ways. So if you're going to trust your kid to go off on their own, the Disney Cruise Line is a good one to do that with. And so I think it's it speaks volumes to the level of service that Disney provides yeah. that parents probably do feel a lot better about them going off on their own on a Disney cruise, let's face it, compared to some of the other yeah. cruise lines. Yeah. So. But either way, let's move on here. So beyond, obviously, we talked a little bit about clubs and everything like that. Uh, there's different clubs for each age range, correct? I just want to clear yes. that up before we move on to. Yeah, there's like topics. a small world nursery for little babies. I think it's up to two or three. Um, and yeah. then Oceaneers Club takes over from three to 12. And then you get into. I forget which one comes next. Like there's Vibe. And then there's like yeah, another so one like, even after that. Edge. Yeah. Edge. Edge. Edge and then yeah. the Vibe. Yeah, I remember that. So. Let's talk a little bit about rotational dining next because rotational dining is incredibly cool. The concept it's in my itself. my favorite. But I'd love to hear what your guys' experience was like, but also like explaining this to a, you know, Disney Cruise Line dummy 101, basically, like somebody who's never been on a Disney cruise and they're just starting to research it. Yeah. Explain what rotational dining on a Disney cruise ship is. Looks like. Um, yep. So rotational dining is incredible. So you get assigned a starter point. So our starter point was Animator's Palette, um, which we'll go into a little bit of detail with those as well. But Animator's Palette was our first one. Um, and then we had Enchanted Garden, and then we had Royal Palace. So when you go to each different dining location, you have a different menu. And again, each menu is different for every single location and your servers actually rotate with you. So you have the same servers throughout all your dining experience for those rotationals. So for example, if you book like a Palo, obviously that's going to be a different server because they are not in that rotational dining. Um, but again, like we, I don't know if we just got lucky with our servers, but we had Angelina and Luis and oh my God, we wanted to bring them home with us and just like scoop them up and take them to Walt Disney World <laughs> they because amazing. they were so phenomenal. We fell in love with them. Like we got hugs at the end of our vacation. We were like family. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to leave you, you know? Um, Mom? So, yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it's so nice to be able to like learn your servers. They learn you. Yeah. They learn what you like, what you don't like. Yeah. That was the best part, you know, is Jessie suffers yeah. from some seasickness. I do a little bit, but not to the yeah. level she does. And like, they just knew like they would bring us ginger ale when we sat down I like to have a salad with my meals. And even though it's not on the menu, like I asked the first night if I could yeah. get a little side salad. And then like every night she just knew to bring 
one, the way that I liked it. So it's just, again, like that level of service it, that yeah. you're not going to find, I mean, anywhere else, you know, they get to know you and what you like and yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And then with my seasickness, you know, it's each dining spot is in a different part of the ship. Um, so animator's palette was one of the worst ones for me because it's in the aft, which is the back of the boat. And the back of the boat starting, we had first dining. So they have two different dinings. Ours is at 545. The other one is what, Kristen? 830? Yeah. 815. Um, so we were at the very start leaving a port when we were in the back of the boat, which is when it's the bumpiest. So my servers knew, oh, <laughs> Jessie's looking a little green. She needs some ginger ale or we're just going to wrap this up for her and she's going to take it to go. And you know what? I ate it later in the day and it was totally fine or later in the night. And you know what? Like it was this level of service. They're like, are you okay? Are you feeling better? Do we need to wrap this up? Are you still ordering dessert? Yes, I always (laughs) still ordered dessert. I just took it to go. (laughs) Um, But it was just one of those things that they were just so unbelievably amazing. And like Kristen said, I mean, she ordered a salad and they were like, oh, do you still want a salad? Do you? And then one of the last nights, she was really craving chicken tenders. And our server, Angelina, goes, why didn't you tell me that you like chicken tenders? Because she, like, felt like she needed to know that, you know? I don't know. It was one of those things. brought out a whole plate of chicken tenders. In a Mickey plate, which I wish they sold. And and obviously, the restaurants are different on different cruise lines. Some of them cross over. Uh, for example, you guys got to see Animator's Palette, and I'm going on the magic, and Animator's Palette is on there too. So, yeah. but can you speak, Kristen, a little bit about the different restaurants you guys got to go to and uh, the kind of theming you yeah. can expect? Yeah, so Animator's Palette, we were lucky enough to eat there twice. The first night we ate there, it was kind of an interactive experience. Um, they did like um it was kind of like turtle talk with crush actually so crush comes on the screen they have these big you know these screens throughout and it's decorated very much like you know they have little it looks like an artist's studio right and then they have these it's like art of animation if you've been there but they have like sketches everywhere and so then crush comes on the screen and he's going swimming around to all the different people and he's having conversations he had a very lovely conversation with jesse um I didn't realize he was talking to me and I was like, me? And he was like, yeah, you. And I was like, oh, okay. So that was lovely. And then um, Enchanted Garden was the other one, right? And that that one, it's just beautiful. There's yes. no interactive element of it, but it's just, it's very beautiful. There's a really nice so mountain in the middle. It's very relaxing. Um, we There's kind of vines and trees yeah. everywhere. It does in fact look like an Enchanted Garden. And then we... Ate at Royal Palace. And again, there's just pictures of princesses on the wall, you know, very ornate chandeliers, really pretty rugs, like carpeting and just made to look like you're dining in a castle. And it was great. And the second night we ate at Animator's Palette, it was not interactive. They just had, like, they kept flipping through sketches on the big screens of, you know, different, different movies. And again, it was just, yeah, mostly Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Alice. And they did some like little mermaid. You got to see some of the prototype drawings for the characters and yeah. Yeah. So very unique. And I think what's, uh, yeah. Sorry. So what I was going to say is I think what I like a lot about, you know, the entire experience is they really do similar to how the different parks, um, you know, have different offerings and different experiences. The different cruise ships have different rotational dining experiences. For example, again, I'm going on the Magic and the Magic has uh, the only one that offers a tangled dining experience. Yeah. Uh, So that's like, you know, something my wife's excited about because she loves that movie. So like, and you get to see like a tangled live performance while you're eating. And, you know. The Wish um, has Aaron Nails, which is like the same thing, but with Frozen. Yeah, it's like yeah. frozen. Yeah, exactly. Like every ship has like a unique offering like that, which I really like because they're smart. It's making you want to yeah, try all the really ships. Is. All of a yeah. sudden, you want to try a new ship, and you're like, "Well, I guess I gotta go back." Gosh. Yeah. And with the uh, rotational it's... dining, your servers also change their outfits. So each yeah, dining hall deep. has a different outfit. So they match the atmosphere, which 
I was like, oh my god, you're in a Marvel tie. Oh my god, you're in an animator tie. Oh my god, you're wearing a yeah, Prince outfit. Yeah, for Marvel like, Day too. Like, we'll get into Marvel Day, you know, but they, yeah, they had like a special, you know, tie to special outfit. It was tie. so cute. Yeah. So cute. Yeah, that's awesome. So real quick, guys, because uh, this is a common question, but I wanted to sort of uh, clear this up for people. Uh, another frequently asked question that the blog gets and um, our partners over at Mickey Travels get to is, is do you need a passport? So uh, can you guys answer that real quick? Go ahead, Chris. Um, so I do believe on some sailings, you, you, and again, an agent will be able to answer this for you for your specific cruise. So don't be like, oh, Kristen said talk to an agent, find out for your cruise what exactly you need. Specifically, specifically yeah. yeah. So for this cruise... Well, Kristen on the Mickey Blog Kristen podcast said... So for this particular sailing, you did not need a passport, which worked out great because I never got mine renewed. Oops. Um, so yeah. I was able to, because it's a closed loop... Um, you know, like I'm on the, we were on the boat the whole time. We did get off in Mexico, but it did, you know, I got back on the boat. Um, I could just bring my original birth certificate with a raised seal and that sufficed as my identification. Now I still, the only reason I didn't get my passport in time was just a time, like a logistics thing, um, between finding out that we were going and then being able, you know, the timing, but even if you don't need one uh, for your specific sailing. I personally would recommend getting one because it was very, very, yeah, easy. I was very nervous having my real life birth certificate with me the whole time. Like, it, yeah, it's going to, if you lose it either way, your passport or your birth certificate, it's going to be a hassle to replace it. But just replacing your birth certificate just seemed like a bigger hassle to me. Um, so I was very, very careful with it. And I can't imagine yeah. if you're juggling like your birth certificate, your children's birth certificate, your husband or your wife's like that is just going to be a level of stress that I don't think you necessarily need on your trip. So if it comes up last minute and your agent says you don't need one and it, that's going to be the factor that's going to stop you from taking the cruise, then don't let it. But definitely consider. Find yeah. out. For sure. Yeah. Basically, get a Mickey Travels agent and ask them and yeah. they'll help in the end. Because we uh, we also got a Mickey Travels agent and asked her. Yeah, so this is true. We were like, "Do we need a passport?" Because I I have a passport, so I wasn't worried. And it is way more convenient just to yeah. like slip your passport like in your bag. Not it's me. a hard like, cover. You're not going to wrinkle it or damage it. Very old. <laughs> this, is a, this is the difference. <laughs> right. This is the difference also with uh, with us, you know, being partners on this podcast with Mickey Travels is. We're not trying to sell you something like Audible or something. And I'm not throwing any hate towards Audible because I love Audible. But we got no ties or connections to Audible. But right. we actually have used Mickey Travels agents. So we can talk about this. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we know the people who worked with Mickey Travels. So we're not we're not trying to sell you on something that we don't No, we're trying to make your life easier. Right. Talk about them. That's, yes. that's why we bring up Mickey Travels outside of just our one little sponsorship blurb that we put in in the middle of every episode. Yeah. Because we're trying to really sort of drill it through your guys' brains here that this is worthwhile and it is worthwhile reaching out to them. But regardless, let's talk about a few other frequently asked questions here before we wrap up this episode. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about some of the very cool experiences. Now, obviously, you guys got to see Marvel Day at Sea, but only a few of the cruise lines actually get to experience Marvel Day at Sea. But so I guess two-parted question here. Um, one, how much do you like hosting this podcast with Jared. <laughs> Two, um, <laughs> just kidding. Love no, it. the first part of the question is what was Marvel Day at Sea like, uh, especially for your guys' perspective as not huge Marvel fans? Because try to remember someone who is going to see Marvel Day at Sea, odds are they're going to be a huge Marvel fan. Yeah. And then second part, talk a little bit about Pirates Night because that mm. was a huge deal. Uh, and that's something that is offered on nearly every single cruise. So yeah. that's something that will apply to everybody. So I guess the first part of the question, talk a little bit about Marvel Day at Sea for people who are interested in that. Um, because a lot of similar offerings, yeah. similar setup to Pixar Day at Sea will apply. And then the second part, obviously talk about Pirate Night because that, again, is going to be for almost everybody. Yeah. Um, Marvel Day at Sea was incredible. So this was my first time to have a day at sea. Um, I've never been on a cruise longer than three days. So this one was five nights, which was six-ish days. Um, 
but being a day out at sea, you get to do so much on the cruise ship. And Marvel Day at Sea was our first day at sea. So you go to sleep and then you wake up and the whole boat is marvelified. <laughs> we walked out of our our room and there's Marvel music playing above our heads in the hallways in the Arium. Like it's just playing all over the ship. There's Marvel posters. You look at the app and it's just like taken away by Marvel. You're like, oh, look at all these Marvel characters when you're used to seeing like, you know, yeah. the normal like Goofy, Minnie, Mickey, Pluto, you know, Donald and all of those. But then you keep looking and you do see those characters. And then you find out that those characters are dressed in Marvel attire also. So it's one of those things that it really does like capture you. Even the shows are yeah, Marvel themed. Awesome. Um, so awesome. And I, going into this, I was not a huge Marvel fan. And we took a class, a class called Marvel Origins. <laughs> and I learned so much and I have so much more of appreciation for Marvel. I know who yeah, the Marvel characters class. are. I know. It's a, it was a 30 minute class and it yeah. was fantastic. I made a reel on it. So you should go check that out. It was very good. Um, but I, I know more than I ever thought I would about Marvel and I appreciate it more now. And I can walk into Disney and be like, I know that yeah. character. Like it was so cool. And they were so fun. And they really, that Marvel origins mm. seminar, they really tailor it yeah. to who you can expect to see on the ship. Um, yes. Because I know more about Marvel than Jesse did, but I still don't know everything. Yeah. Um, I've seen most of the movies, but yeah, I still didn't know everything. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I even I didn't know everything. And that really took, you know, I, after seeing that thing, I was like, oh, wait, these aren't just people roaming the boat. Like these are actual, these are Marvel characters. Let me grab video. Let me grab pictures. Yeah. So it did really orient. Yeah, see what I did there? You So you knew like what, what to expect, you know, kind of who to look out for. And it, it was, that was great. And then again, they just had like, okay, let me that? jump in here. <laughs> let me jump in here, kids, because for our listeners that actually know about Marvel, uh, look again, it's kind of cool getting their perspective because yeah. they did neither one of them is like huge Marvel fans. Kristen knows more than Jesse, but either way, uh, you know, I'm wearing an Avengers hat right now. I have Captain America on my wall behind me. So I am a massive, massive Marvel I'm fan. Marvel. And I'm proud of you. But, uh, you know, for for people who aren't aware, a lot of these characters, yeah. you're only really going to get to meet and greet out in Avengers campus. And one of the cool things that Marvel Day at Sea does is they bring some of the most recent characters. For example, Sam Wilson's Captain yeah. America was on board. Uh, you can see Ant-Man and the Wasp up, uh, up uh, on the like top railings yeah, walking around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You saw the mighty Thor, um, which is yep. Natalie Portman's Thor. She was there. Obviously Loki was there, but mm. beyond that, like seeing some of the classic ones that you don't get to see often, like Iron Man uh, yeah, was very Spider -Man. cool. Spider-Man, you can see out in Avengers campus, but you Doctor can't really Strange. meet him all that often. He's yeah. usually swinging around and doing shows. Dr. Strange has a show in Avengers campus, but you get to meet him. Groot, Groot is incredible by the way. Incredible. And, uh, that blew me away watching the yeah. video footage from you guys meeting Groot because that's another rare character meet and greet. So if you are a Marvel fan, just know that you yeah. get to meet all these characters that you really cannot meet almost anywhere else on the planet outside of Avengers Campus. And even Avengers Campus has a rotation 30? of characters. So it's not always 30. Be like yeah, that. there's 30 characters on yeah, 30. C and there's not 30 characters oh, anywhere else in the world like that you're going to it's the only place yeah. you can see all 30 so, yeah. on the boat. If you're a like, Marvel person, this is this is the, the sailing to take. This is what you need to do. Yeah. And this again, the like one. the shows are tailored to Marvel too. Like we saw Doctor Strange or Strange Academy, which was a Doctor Strange show. And again, yeah, incredible. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's really cool. I saw obviously I was, you know, sort of helping out with a lot of the footage as they yeah. were filming it and uh i was really amazed at at some of the experiences there so if you're a marvel fan like kristen said you're going to want to check this out between the character meet and greets between the shows the performances and then also as jesse said the disney characters dressing up as marvel characters that's super unique you're not going to find so that cool. anywhere else on the planet that's no. literally not something you could find there was a else. thor so and loki chippendale really cool. and an iron man goofy Amazing. all i know is the next time there's a Star Wars day at sea, I will just pay all the monies, all, all of the them. Monies. All the monies. But 
uh, all of the dollars and cents in the planet that I own, which isn't much. But the point is, uh, we're going to move on. Pirate Night. Let's talk about Pirate Night. Pirate Night. Because that's something, again, that is offered yeah. on almost every cruise line. And uh, I believe it is uh, almost on every single so, cruise. Yeah. So, so that's something that... Uh, that uh, guests can sort yeah. of get excited about, but what does it's, that entail? Um, yeah. It's a little bit on a smaller scale than Marvel Day at Sea, but it's it, kind of the same stuff. So you have your kind of traditional Disney pals. They're all dressed as pirates. They have scheduled meet and greets, so you can just go on your app and see who you want to meet, and you can, um, you know, do that. They have um, two shows. Fireworks, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. Fireworks? <laughs> pirates. They're <laughs> dressed as pirates. Um, no, Sorry. it's okay. Sorry, um, I'm the worst. <laughs> we were actually surprised. The just as just as an aside, this you know, they had Stitch dressed as a pirate, and his line was like, "I I didn't realize so many people loved Insane. Stitch, and they needed him in a pirate outfit. Like people lost their minds. <laughs> like the line was around the boat. And we were like, yeah. for Stitch, which he's cute, but it was that was like the longest line we saw. <laughs> we were like, oh, okay, yeah." You could also meet Hook and yeah. Shmi. You could also meet Jack Sparrow. Um, again, all the pals are in pirate yes. costumes, which is super cool. And then, yes, the two shows. They have um, the Minnie Mickey's celebration. Yeah, Mickey's it's like Pirates a, of the, the Caribbean. Pirates, or... Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, so they have those characters outside and doing a show. And then they also have a firework show. So Buccaneer Blast is the firework show at night. Um but the really cool thing about Marvel Day at Sea Cruise is that you actually get two yeah. firework shows. You get Heroes Unite for Marvel Day at Sea, which is a firework show. And then the next night you get Buccaneer yeah. Blast, which is the pirate, pi- you know, firework show, which again, like so cool to see fireworks in the middle of the yeah, ocean. Like you're really like, oh my cool. God, like this is, it's a really cool experience. But um, yeah, Pirate Night, again, definitely on a smaller scale, only because you are out and about, like, in Mexico yeah, that day. Um, and it's like, you get back, you mm-hmm. rinse off the sand from the beach, you and you jump into Pirate Night, yeah, and you go. Yeah, people were very so it was one of those serious things, yeah. about both their Marvel costumes and yeah. even almost more so about the pirate their costumes. Pirate. Like, people went yes. all out. You have, like, families and matching costumes. Which is great. And, like, Again, you can't yeah. really do too much of that in Disney World. There are like age limits on, you know, what you can, who can wear what in Disney World and Disneyland. But here, here, I mean, like anything, we sometimes really struggled with like, oh, wait, is that a, is that a character or like, is that just a person? Cosplay, or, yeah. Because people were very into it. <laughs> it was great. It was they so were. Fun. And it was amazing. Like we got into it, but not to the level that some of yes. those others did. So I should wear my Jack Sparrow yeah. costume yes. that night, but not to the Palo dinner with my Correct. wife. That's Correct. what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. they won't let All you right. into Palo as a Jack Sparrow. But, uh, fine. All but right, they'll whatever. let you into the Royal <laughs> Palace as Jack Sparrow because we were we were like, oh, do we go fancy or do we go pirate? Because those just happened to fall on the same night. And, yep, same night. And, uh, yeah, everyone was in pirate gear because – we we're all ready and dressed up for the night. So it worked out well. <laughs> nice. So um, fireworks. I'm sorry to fireworks. bring that back up. But yeah, that's 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 something that's very cool. The, yeah. the concept of fireworks at sea. Yeah. And obviously it wouldn't be Disney yeah. without some fireworks mixed in there. So what was that like? And, um, you know, another quick question that I'm personally curious about. Yeah. Because this isn't on our list of questions. So get ready to just be bamboozled go for it um you guys got to experience and enjoy having a veranda a balcony yeah um can you talk a little bit about that because i do know from people that i've spoken to whether it's for planning a disney cruise or just wanting to learn more about it a lot of people want to know if it is worth that extra money having that veranda uh compared to having a porthole or even uh just like the animated porthole like yeah. there, there's a few different you know classes there so so specifically when it comes to the veranda like what was that like because it, it just based off of footage it seemed like you guys had a grand old time out on that balcony we did um i will say i again i get seasick so um i could not go out on the veranda while we were moving because i cannot stare at the water while it's rocking personally can't do it however i will say 
even on that note, saying that I can't sit out there, I can't look out there, but we, every single time we came into our room, we opened the door to get fresh air, to smell the yeah. breeze. Um, every time we were docked at the port, we went out on the veranda, took photos. It was beautiful. Yeah. Like from our veranda, like we were on the 10th floor. We're so high. we were really lucky to be kind of high and in the middle of the ship. And our view, the pans that I got of Castaway yeah. Key, Mexico, even Miami were stunning. So even coming from a person that can't really enjoy it, I enjoyed having it. It makes you feel a little a little more home and less yeah. claustrophobic. I think it depends sense. on you and your family and what you're kind of looking for. Yeah. If you are really planning on not spending any time in that room at all and you're going to be go, 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 and you want to save a little bit of money there, that'd be a great way to do it. If you're like me where you might yeah. not be spending a lot of time in the room, but the time that you do, you kind of might get a little claustrophobic and need some fresh air, I say go for it. It just, it really depends, but... Personally, when I go back, I would definitely have the the veranda. It's just, again, just for the fresh air, the views. Lovely. Yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Well, I have a veranda. And let me tell Yay. you, my wife literally looks at our like cruise countdown, the app yep. that you guys were talking about. Yeah. She looks at that because the app says counts it down for this you. room. It tells you your room and your veranda yes, and it, it counts does. down the days. And she, when I showed her on the app that we got the veranda, she would like lit up, like she was so happy. Yeah. So, uh, I can tell you, I'll be spending many a mornings ordering Mickey waffles and sitting on the veranda. It's yeah. going to be, it's going to be just a grand old time. Yeah. It's uh, beautiful. There's so much we could talk about here. There's obviously other offerings, um, the photo pass with shutters. Uh, you know, uh, there's obviously the, uh, you know, the the sauna, the the spa. Yeah, maybe all, we'll have to do a part two senses. cruise in a couple yes. weeks to cover some of the other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Little... <laughs> I feel like this yeah. episode could go on for like there's two, just three so much. hours. There's just because... so much. All the time, I feel like we yeah. just scratched yeah. the surface of what there is to to do and to offer like that you just you'd have to take a million cruises before you do everything that there is to do on one of these ships on just one of these ships you know yeah. let alone the whole fleet so yeah so to like sort of wrap this up in a bow i guess the best way we can how would you guys after experiencing what you did last week how would you guys like you you got an elevator pitch basically uh, and if you don't know what an elevator pitch to our listeners, uh, an elevator pitch is you're getting in an elevator with a stranger. You got to pitch them an idea before you get to the top floor. Um, if you're trying to pitch someone on going on a Disney cruise, like what are the first things that come to mind for you guys that really made last week, your five night cruise on the Disney dream, really that magical? Why should someone contact a Mickey travels agent and book that Disney cruise? I'm ready. Characters. Go ahead, Jesse. You're in. <laughs> Characters and merchandise. <laughs> those That's are those are my right two there. best things. I I met Goofy. How oh my god, she dragged me to Sailor every Goofy meet and greet you can imagine. Every every no, I met Sailor <laughs> Goofy three times. I met Sailor Goofy three times. I met Sailor Goofy, Mickey Goofy. Yeah, she I was like Goofy. we need to get footage Both of the characters. Goofy, wink, wink, wink. Pirate Goofy, Marvel Goofy. I lo- yeah. All the characters, just just all of them. Meet them all. You like Goofy? Do you like Goofy by any chance? Yeah, I do. I love Goofy <laughs> and um, merchandise because they have these towel plushies. <laughs> like, how cute are they? If you guys are listening to this, check us out on YouTube yes. because we're showing you the towel plush. I am. We like to bring we like yeah. to bring props into this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> okay, but towel plushies, yeah, DCL Disney Cruise Line has exclusive merchandise and by exclusive merchandise i mean you can literally yeah. only get it on the cruise ship and me and Kristen, please go watch our reels and our videos because we had so much fun getting all the ears the spirit jersey the plushies like it was fantastic and honestly yes the ears she has on right now are from cruise line um but honestly like those those were my two favorite things even if you took out the theme nights just being able to meet the characters yeah. pretty much whenever you wanted. They have so many options. And I know like being a Disney person, that's always been a big thing for me is meeting characters. 
and hello, food, all you can eat whenever you want. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, you know? I think my my um, elevator pitch is that this is a Disney vacation, but it's really tailored specifically to you and your family. And you make it exactly yeah, you what, make you, it what want. you want. And you can do that in the parks, maybe a little bit. But this is, like I said, to a whole nother level. I mean, like you can, you can't really, I, I mean, my family anyway, we don't really split up in the parks, you know, like we're all in and we're all doing the same thing and we'll child swap it and we do this and we, but like, this is like, everybody yeah. can really eat what they want, do what they want, buy what they want, see what they want, yeah. experience everything. So if you really want a family vacation, that's just specifically tailored to your family, exactly what your family's needs are and tastes are. In my opinion, Disney Cruise Line is the way to go. So yeah, I agree. It was just incredible. The the whole experience, like we're just we're so thankful yeah. to Disney because it was just a beyond incredible experience. And it's something that you don't get to experience every day. Like Marvel Day at Sea, Pirate Night, the you know, characters being in different costumes. Um, them being in different shows that you're never going to see. The Believe Show, both of us cried for the Broadway Believe Show. It's about a dad and a daughter, and the dad has to learn what magic is again because he doesn't believe in magic. Oh, God. Yeah. Especially as a parent, that sucker tugs at your heartstrings <laughs> real bad. It was horrible. It was great, but it was horrible. I was like, we're both crying in theater. Yeah. I mean, in our defense, <laughs> everybody was kind of crying, but yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> so many tears when I see the unlimited ice cream machine. You that's will. that's yeah. when I'm gonna cry. You will. When I see the soft serve ice cream machine, I'm gonna start shedding a tear. And My again, wife's gonna go, exactly. Jared, Taylor, Taylor, what's wrong? Your Are you okay? And wants. <laughs> yep. Yes. Some people, it's the emotional, wonderful so, Broadway production. Some people, some people it's, the, it's the soft serve ice you know, cream. Sometimes. All right. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be crushing some chicken tendies. Yes. No, we're definitely going to be having more Disney Cruise Line podcast episodes in the future, guys. So for all of you who were like, oh, you didn't talk about this or I wanted to learn more yeah, about this. We will. First of all, we will talk about it. But either way, you can head over to MickeyBlog.com because we've got articles on everything Disney Cruise Line. we got full guides to every single Disney cruise ship. We've been publishing those a lot in the last week just to help you guys get a little bit more adjusted. I read the one uh, on the Disney Magic the other day. There's one on the Dream. There's one for every single one. There's yeah. tons of articles on the Disney Wish, which uh, Mickey Blog and Mickey Travels both got to experience last year. So that was very cool. Um, but either way, head over to the blog if you want to learn more about that. And as Jesse and Kristen said, if you want to see some of our footage from Jesse and Kristen's uh, trip, head over to yeah. our Instagram page or our TikTok page or Facebook, Twitter. We posted so much footage, so and much we're content. Still from the Disney. We're still posting. I, we can't stop. We're, we're just addicted well, and to the posting. New, yeah. the new uh, ship uh, sails next year, 2024. So definitely like once yeah. they release you know, the information on booking, like Mickey up. blog and Mickey travels, we're going to have all that information. So, I mean, what could be, and this ship is apparently like mm. insane. Yeah. Incredible. We're, we're, I mean, we're they're all incredible, but like <laughs> incredible. I know, I know Kristen means business when she starts waving <laughs> her hand around, like she's when wiping off the window with school, snow my teacher on her window or something. I sit on my hands because I like would them way too much to talk so thank god a bunch of our listeners are just that listeners like they don't just watch but if you ever want to be entertained by Kristen's hand movements just head over to the youtube channel and please hit that subscribe button if you can if you can while yeah. you're over there thank you so much for supporting mickey block <laughs> no uh thank you all so much for supporting mickey blog uh thank we really you. appreciate you uh again we just hit five thousand downloads we're so thankful for your guys support on this podcast so far we wouldn't be able to do this uh without you guys so head over to the blog for all things disney follow us on all social media platforms and definitely go check us out in video format on youtube we're making a push towards our first 1000 subscribers uh only 50 more to go so check us out over there and hit that subscribe button and we'll catch you guys next week with a new podcast episode every friday on whatever platform you listen to Thank you all so much. Okay. My name's Jared. My name's Jesse. I'm Kristen. Bye. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>